Welcome to the Holistic Health Bites podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Nicholson, crime scene investigator turned metabolic health investigator. This podcast provides bite-sized episodes to help you have a pristine health scene so you can live a vibrant, adventure-filled life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Holistic Health Bites podcast. Today, we're talking all about personalizing your nutrition for optimal metabolic health and weight maintenance. Personalizing your nutrition is vital for optimal metabolic health and being able to maintain any weight loss that you've accomplished. There is no one perfect approach that fits everyone since every individual has unique needs and preferences when it comes to food. By customizing your eating plan, you can discover the secret to long-term success. Today, we are diving into various factors that play a role in personalizing your nutrition, such as identifying your personal carbohydrate threshold, determining your best meal frequency and timing, and considering other factors to find the perfect eating plan for you. When it comes to carbohydrates, finding your personal carbohydrate threshold is important. Carbohydrates have a direct impact on blood sugar levels and insulin response. By monitoring and becoming self-aware, you can identify your carbohydrate tolerance. If you exceed your carbohydrate tolerance, you can develop insulin resistance and blood sugar imbalances. If you already have insulin resistance and blood sugar imbalances, staying under your personal threshold is key to healing. You can find your personal carb threshold by observing your body's response to different types and amounts of carbohydrates. My favorite way to do this is with a continuous glucose monitor. This is a small sensor that's worn on the arm for up to two weeks at a time. This sensor monitors your blood sugars 24 hours a day for the full 14 days. This gives you real-time feedback on how your body responds to specific foods and activities. These sensors used to be reserved for people with type 1 diabetes or those with very serious type 2 diabetes, but now they're more readily available for anyone who wants one, though it likely won't be covered by your insurance. I'd be happy to help you get a continuous glucose monitor and interpret your data. I'll leave the information in the show notes about how you can do that. If you aren't going to get a CGM or continuous glucose monitor, you can pay attention to how your energy levels, mood, and cravings change based on the carbohydrates you consume. Of course, not all carbohydrates are created equal. A simple sugar, like candy or fruit juice, will be absorbed much quicker than a complex carbohydrate like a sweet potato or other vegetable. You will likely find different types of carbohydrates react differently in your body. Some will leave you hungry and tired, and others you'll feel just fine. Another aspect to consider is meal frequency, or how often you're eating. There are different approaches from grazing all day long, eating every couple of hours, or more structured meal-only eating. Within that, there are various intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating schedules that can work for different people. For most people I've worked with, grazing all day or eating every couple of hours is generally not serving them. This eating schedule causes several problems. First, every time you eat, your blood sugar rises some. How much depends on what you ate. 
With this rise in blood sugar comes a rise in insulin. When insulin rises, your body is in energy storage mode, converting extra fuels into stored forms of either glycogen or fat. If you're constantly eating, your insulin levels never drop enough to start using those fuels. This makes weight loss nearly impossible because you can only burn what you're taking in, not any of the body fat that you want to get rid of. Second, eating all the time not only confuses your hunger signals, making you feel hungry all the time, but you also end up always thinking about food. When I was following this schedule of eating every couple of hours, I found myself thinking about my next meal or snack while currently eating. This created cravings and obsessive thoughts about food. This also requires packing and carrying food with you everywhere you go, generating extra workload that I'm guessing you don't need. I find that most of my clients, and myself included, do best on some version of meals only, without snacking. This may be three square meals a day, maybe two meals a day, or even one meal a day on some days. It's important to explore these options to find the pattern that suits you best. Three meals a day is a traditional approach that provides structure and routine. Intermittent fasting involves cycling between periods of eating and periods of fasting, which technically all of us do every day. We just get to vary the amount of fasting and the amount of eating. This can promote metabolic flexibility and improved fat burning. If you are currently someone who is eating all day long or every couple of hours, you can start to implement this type of eating schedule by slowly reducing the frequency of your snacking. Then once you're eating only meals without snacks, you can work on adjusting the schedule to find the best schedule for your body and your life. Initially, your body may feel a little bit extra hungry, but that's because you've trained it to expect food every few hours. As long as you're not shaky, weak, or dizzy, you're probably okay. Hunger is simply a signal or an urge to eat. Does not mean you actually need to eat. You can always check your blood sugar to be sure that it's not dropping too low. A basic glucose meter can be purchased from any local pharmacy for relatively cheap. Meal timing also plays a role in metabolic health. Our bodies have a natural rhythm known as circadian rhythm, which influences metabolism and nutrient utilization. If you align your meals with your body's natural energy fluctuations and digestive capacity, you can optimize metabolic function. We have different needs for energy intake early in the day than we do at night. If you think about how our ancient ancestors would have eaten, they would have eaten during daylight hours when you can easily see to forage or hunt. We didn't consume food during dark hours before the advent of artificial light. Mostly these habits changed when we added refrigeration and environmental control. The more we can stick to our natural rhythms, the better our digestion, nutrient absorption, and overall body systems will operate. Eating too close to bedtime not only interferes with digestion, but that digestion also interferes with your sleep. When you're sleep deprived, you'll end up craving more junk foods, having less control over your choices, and having worse metabolic health. Along with finding your personal carbohydrate tolerance, 
we also need to find the right balance of protein and healthy fat. Many people thrive on lower carbohydrate intake, while others do better with moderate or higher intake. A lot of this depends on your activity level, your body composition, and your current metabolic health. Your ideal macronutrient ratios can change throughout your life as these factors change. So experiment with different carbohydrate levels and notice how your body responds in terms of energy, satiety, and blood sugar control. Protein is essential for muscle growth and repair, and the recommended intake depends based on factors such as how active you are, what kind of activity you're doing, and what your ultimate goals are. Protein is also necessary for enzymes and hormones and bone health and lots of other processes in the body. It's not just about muscles. Remember, all of your organ tissue are also made of muscles. Healthy fats are vital for hormone production, brain function, satiety, and for flavor. This is what makes our food taste good. So we want to incorporate a variety of fats, such as those that come with animal products, as well as avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oil. All of these are great sources of healthy fats that support metabolic health and promote satiety. Protein is also best absorbed with fat, so be sure to eat fat with your proteins. Individual factors should also be taken into account when personalizing your nutrition plan. What your overall lifestyle is, your activity level and type of activity, your energy expenditures are also going to vary from person to person. For example, individuals with really physically demanding jobs or those who engage in regular intense workouts have completely different caloric and nutrient needs than someone who's more sedentary. Assess your own activity level and adjust your intake of calories and macronutrients accordingly. Additionally, identifying food sensitivities and intolerances is important as they can impact your overall metabolic health. Common culprits of food sensitivities and intolerance include gluten, grains, conventional cow dairy products, processed soy, and specific food additives like colors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Keeping a food diary and tracking how different foods make you feel can really help you identify which foods are not really working that well for you. If you suspect certain foods are causing negative reactions, consider eliminating them temporarily and then reintroducing them one at a time to identify any triggers. Most people do well by consuming most or all whole foods that don't have ingredient labels. This eliminates those additives and all the problems associated with refined foods. Psychological and emotional factors such as stress and emotional eating should also be considered as they influence eating habits and food choices. Mindful eating practices, stress management techniques, and seeking support from a healthcare practitioner or a therapist can help address these factors. To create a personalized eating plan, it may be beneficial to work with a professional nutritionist like myself. We can help tailor the nutrition plan to your specific needs and goals. This can also help you address any specific health concerns or conditions you may have, such as diabetes, insulin resistance, hypertension, and other metabolic disorders. While I am not a big fan of long-term obsessive tracking, temporary tracking to monitor your foods 
your schedules, and any symptoms that come up can really help to fine-tune your approach. I also recommend regular check-ins with your healthcare practitioner to have comprehensive lab work done to monitor your overall health. This can provide insights into your nutrient status, inflammation, immune system, blood sugar handling, and more for making these personalized adjustments. As your needs and goals evolve, it's important to adapt your eating plan accordingly. Now to wrap all of this up, personalizing nutrition for metabolic health and weight maintenance is a powerful tool on your journey to optimal well-being. By understanding your personal carbohydrate threshold and determining your ideal meal frequency and timing, considering individual factors and working with a qualified professional, you can very easily create an eating plan that supports your unique needs and goals. Finding the right approach may require some trial and error. It's essential to listen to your body cues along the way. Professional guidance can really make a big difference, staying consistent and celebrating the progress you make on this personalized path to lifelong health and vitality. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the podcast and sharing this information with others who need to hear it. Until the next, be well and vibrant. Thanks for being a faithful listener to the podcast. I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on this podcast so that others can more easily find this valuable information. Did you know I also work one-on-one with clients? I approach solving health challenges like I approached solving crimes by conducting a thorough investigation into your case. Sadly, hundreds of millions of people in the U.S. have insulin resistance, pre-diabetes, and diabetes, and the vast majority have no idea. I'm here to fix that. If you struggle with low energy, stubborn weight, hypertension, sleep disturbances, or any other undesired symptoms, let's talk. All you have to do is schedule a free call. The link will be in the show notes. And no, you do not need to live near me.